Welcome to the Toss Mills Odoi Macarius podcast. Toss Mills Odoi is an apostle, teacher, and a sought-after speaker in international Christian leadership conferences. He is a son of Bishop Daguid Mills, who is the founder of the United Denominations and a best-selling author. With over 20 years' experience in church planting around the world and in the training and sending of missionaries, Apostle Toss currently serves at the Makaras Church Teshi in Accra, Ghana, a vibrant church seeking to win the lost at all cost. He is also a director in the Dag Heward Mills Ministries. Now, listen to Toss Mills Odoi. Let us pray. Holy Spirit, we thank you for giving us the opportunity to worship Jesus. When the Pharisees told him to rebuke his disciples and command them not to worship, he told them, if these hold their peace, the stones will rise up and sing the praises of Jesus. So we thank you that this morning, we are not allowing stones to take our place. As we sing these songs of honor, we thank you that we remember what Jesus did for us. Thank you for the privilege and the opportunity to worship Jesus in spirit and in truth. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. amen. Hallelujah. Take your seats. Turn to the person sitting next to you. Tell the person, Hosanna in the highest. And what the response? You to say, Hosanna in the highest. Amen. But Jesus is indeed the savior of the world. You know, and uh, there are so many things that bring corruption and distraction. And that bring calamity you know, to human beings. In the last chapter of Malachi, the last verse in the Old Testament, God said that, Behold, I will send unto you Elijah the prophet, and who shall cause the hearts of the children to turn to their fathers, and then the hearts of the fathers to turn to the children. He said, Lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. One of the sheer entrances of curses into the world and therefore into all of our lives is when we are estranged from our fathers, biological fathers, spiritual fathers, uh, substitute fathers, fathers in the Lord. You know, there are even some of us that our brothers become like our fathers. I know a lady, she was brought up, she is brought up by a brother. You know, a father is simply somebody who causes you to exist. And without a father, you will not exist. The Jews have a proverb that parents cooperate with God in the creation of man. Because no matter what you do, and no matter how God does, and no matter what God wants to do, you will not exist unless another human being brings you forth. Amen. Amen. So for me, when I meet people for the first time and when I start interacting with people, one of the first things I ask them is, how is your relationship with your father? I just want to see whether there's a case operating somewhere or not. It's very simple. When I'm asking that question, I also, how is your relationship with your father? It's just to see how quickly I should go straight to their point. So I saw beating around the bush. Because, you know, there are some, there are different levels of curses. Your, even your son may curse you. Recently, I saw a son cursing his father. I said, well, it's not serious at all. He's about to die. <laughs> you are cursing your parents. <laughs> The Bible says that the eye that mocketh his father and does not obey, but the rapists of the air shall pluck it out. So when you are against your father, then you are harming yourself. That we don't even, you should even go and drink a cocoa and sleep very quickly to do anything at all. Then you may be cursed by your brother. That one be careful because the Bible says a curse costless shall not. Let me tell you something about a curse. 
Never be afraid of curses. Never be afraid of curses. If you are innocent. <laughs> I want to issue a caveat. If you are innocent. When somebody curses, you go and sleep. If you are innocent. If you are innocent. But if you are guilty, ah, you have a problem. Because the Bible says a curse without a cause shall not happen. That means that a curse that has a cause, it will happen. One day, some politicians came to try to close down my church because, uh, you know, that's why I'm not so, this type of politician is your church. It's not so good to have politicians in your church, oh. Because the opposition party will fight against your church if they cannot get that politician. So I had a politician in my church. It was even a low-level politician at that time. When she became a high-level politician, then she stopped coming to my church. But uh, one day I was caught in the crossfire and the uh, youth organizer for La uh, MPP youth organizer, he came to close down my church. The way I cursed them. But I have news for you. The more I cursed him, the more he prospered. I tell you, so at that point, I didn't want him to prosper again, so I stopped cursing him. Hey, the last I heard, he was driving the Benz in, in London. So I'm saying that when you are innocent, don't be afraid of curses. But if you are guilty, be afraid of it. After your brother, your husband or your wife, when they are angry with you, they may curse you. Then, your father may curse you. Hey, that one is serious. Your mother may curse you. That one very serious. But then the ultimate is when God curses you. And he's saying here that he will send Elijah the prophet in the last days. And his job will be to take away curses from the earth. How will he do that? He'll do that by turning the heart of fathers to their children. That means making fathers love their children again. Because children can bring you grief. It's true. They bring you grief because, you know, after you've sold, you expect to reap something good. But many fathers and mothers have terrible experiences at the hands of their children. And if they are not careful, you may hate your own child. It's quite a common experience. It's quite a common experience for parents to hate their children. But you see, God even said that there's no parent who doesn't love his children. If you then being evil know how to give give good gifts to your children. So it tells you that even for a parent not to love his child is because something has entered into the parent. Amen. And it says that then you turn the hearts of the children to their father. If you read it in the Matthew Bible, it says that if you turn the heart of the rebellious children to their father, they say, let's come and smite the earth with a kiss. So today as we remember the entry of Jesus into Jerusalem, Palm Sunday. I was told we are wearing green, so I went to look for something green uh, to also wear. So that I can be loyal to the decision of Pastor Samuel that we should wear green. Amen. I don't want to be independent of the decisions in the church. Uh, I was about to ask if he himself is wearing green, but I've identified a spot of green. Amen. So, you see, I want us to avoid that case. And so this morning, as Jesus enters into our lives also, I want us to look at the loyalty of Jesus to his father. Amen. So that we will learn from Jesus. You see, let me tell you something. Every human being has his agenda. Obviously, you know, we were all in Ghana when we saw a certain man on a signboard with a straight face. He said, I care for you. And then, after a while, he saw that the straight face, it doesn't work. So he went to do a smiling face saying, I care for you, so vote for me. So we did. But now, we saw that, as of why, he had his own agenda. Yes. 
You see, everybody, you know, when husband and wife are marrying, everybody has his agenda. The woman wants to wear a wedding ring, wear a white gown, walk in town. People say, wow. Then they'll tie a bow tie on their car. They'll be driving in town. Some people will tie a milk tin at the back to make noise. Just marry, just marry, just marry. You know? She has an agenda for the public nine cities. Ah, the man has no plan for anything like that. He's looking beyond the church service and beyond the reception. So in life, you know, everybody has an agenda. That's why when people ask me that, no, do you want to enter into partnership? I say, look, this partnership you want to enter, everybody has his agenda. One person wants to make money, one wants to promote a product. You soon quarrel. So I advise you again that partnership. Amen. As you go through life a lot more, you realize that you should focus on what God says you should focus on and not what human beings say. So that's why I want us to let Christ Jesus be an uh, example. And that's why even though the girls can sing the song, I said, no, let the words also be on the screen so that we can be ministered to like a scripture that is guiding us, you know, as they are singing so that we don't follow just the melody but then we follow the words also. Amen. In Hebrews chapter 1 verse 3, the Bible teaches us that Jesus Christ is the express image of God. That means that he's the exact image of God. So if you want to follow anybody in anything, or you want to learn something from anyone, Jesus is your best example for learning anything. Don't listen to what anybody says, including me, if it doesn't align with the scriptures. Amen. Mark chapter 11, verse 1. And when they came near to Jerusalem, even unto Bethphage and Bethany, at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two of his disciples ahead of him. And he said unto them, Go your way into the village over against you, and as soon as you enter into it, you shall find a cold tide whereon never man sat. Lose him and bring him to me. And if anyone says unto you, ah, why are you doing this? Say to him that the Lord has need of him and immediately he will allow you to take him. And they went their way and found the cold tide by the door outside in a place where two ways meet. And they lose him. And it happened exactly as Jesus said. You see, if you follow Jesus, eh, as detailed and as obediently as you follow him, that's also how detailed you also get the blessing that he has promised. And certain of them that stood there said unto them, why do ye this, losing the coat? And they said unto them, even as Jesus had commanded. Say, even as Jesus had commanded. You know, stop using your mind to determine what is right and wrong. Let Jesus command you and then you obey him. Everything will be okay. He said that the wise man, he hears my word and he obeys it. He's wise. The foolish man also hears my words, disobeys it. He's a fool. Hmm. And they said unto them, even as Jesus commanded. And as soon as they did, they got a blessing and they let him go. And they brought a call to Jesus and cast their garments on him. And he sat upon it. And many people spread their garments in the way, and others also cut down branches of the trees. Ah, some of where are the palm leaves decoration palm branches? Okay. They cut the branches of the tree and straw them in the way. And they that went before, and they that followed, cried, saying, Hosanna, blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Blessed be the kingdom of our father David. You see, don't listen to people who say that Jesus Christ said, call no man on earth your father. So look at the people and Jesus is standing there. And they are saying, blessed be our father David in the presence of Jesus. That's why I say that they don't follow people who are hurt and are offended and so are angry. See, all of us, all of us, when we are angry, we say things that don't make sense. I don't know about you. How many of you have said something in your anger? 
When your anger cooled, I said, mm. Has it happened to you? Wait, 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 if it's happened to you before. So, so that's why the Bible says, Walk not with an angry man, lest thou learn his ways. Blessed be the kingdom of our father David that cometh in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. As soon as they said Hosanna in the highest, then Jesus entered Jerusalem. Hosanna means praise him and let him save us. As soon as you pray, look, I believe that this morning just by coming here to this Hosanna in the highest concert, tributes to Jesus, many things will be rearranged in your life. Oh, yes. The Bible says, as soon as they said Hosanna in the highest, Jesus entered Jerusalem. Wow. So, expect miracles and a rearrangement of things in your life. Just because you came to participate in Hosanna in the highest. A tribute to Jesus. Many people don't worship Jesus. If you were Jesus and you got some people remembering you in this dark and evil age, wouldn't you be happy with them? I said, by the time you go home, expect 10 arounds in your life. 11 Christ-like characteristics. 11 or 10 plus 1. You see how sometimes you go and buy batteries. They'll say 10 plus 1. I'm also giving you 10 plus 1 loyalty points of Jesus to his father. One, he openly acknowledged his father. Look at Revelations, I think, chapter 14, verse 1. I hope I've got the scripture right. Revelations 14, 1. The Bible says there were 144,000 people who were redeemed with Jesus and the name of their father was upon their forehead. Look at it. And I looked and lo, a lamb on the Mount Zion, and within 144,000, having his father's name written in their foreheads. How come that we don't know your father? How come that you are denying your father? How come that you are separated yourself from your father? <laughs> Look at Jesus. And though that he says 144, Jehovah witness people believe that only 144,000 will be saved. Hey, I don't know about you, but me and one of them. I don't care whether it's true or not. I don't know. You can add yourself or not. I mean, I don't know whether it's true or not. I can't tell. Just that if only 144,000, I am one. Yes. It's simple. You need to add yourself. Don't quarrel with me. Just add yourself. Is it not salvation you want? <laughs> look at Jesus. He openly acknowledged his father. Hey, look. Jesus said he acknowledged his father so much that they killed him for acknowledging his father. John 5, 18. Therefore, the Jews sought to kill him. Why were they trying to kill him? Because he not only broke the Sabbath, but also said that God is his father. And check out the secrets, thereby making himself equal with God. You see, the father of a dog is a what? I didn't go to school. Or the free education, free SHS. No, it didn't help you. Eh? I said the father of a dog is a what? The father of a cat is a what? <laughs> so if you say my father is a cat, what does it make you? Yes. So some people feel that when you say somebody is your father, it lowers you. But rather... When you acknowledge somebody as your father, it promotes you. And the Jews and the Pharisees who were wise could see through it that Jesus was actually promoting himself by making himself a son. Yes. Jesus was very wise, eh? Look, as I travel around the world, doors open to me when I acknowledge Bishop that he was not as my father. Doors opened. Oh, it's that magic. I'm just returning from Liberia. I mean, if you see the kind of men of God who hosted me, oh, some, look, you know,
including some of the Liberian pastors. Look out for the day. They've not even met the people. I, I was just a day before I came. I was, was it the same day or the day before I came. I was dining with one of their godfathers. And after we were dining in the restaurant, local pastors would come and bow to him. People I don't know. And they'll have to be ushered in before they can greet. And I'm sitting down eating, and I told him what to eat, that this food is nice. Try it. It's an Indian dish. You really love it. Because of me? No! Because of my father that I openly acknowledge. Whose name I've written on my forehead. I benefit. Oh, yes. Stop shortchanging yourself by thinking that it lowers you. Hmm. Number two. Eleven Christ-like loyalty traits that I want you to develop. You see, when you go to your office and they ask you, ah, what did you do on Sunday? Don't even start by saying, I went to church. Say that I am a child of Bishop Dad. He was new, so I went to his church on Sunday. Let your father's name be prominent. I remember a brother. He went for an interview. High-level international oil company interview job. And when he came back, I asked him how the interview was. He said, I thought I was reverend. He said, Rev, you won't believe it. I said, I won't believe what? He said, when I went for the interview, and they began to question me, then they asked me, what church do you go to? Then I said, Lighthouse. Then they said, you speak like Bishop Daghiwad Mills. Then the panel, three men and one woman, began to discuss among themselves about Lighthouse and Bishop. That they didn't talk to him again. No. When they freed, then they gave him the job. Yes. <laughs> they said, you talk like Bishop that he was Mills. They said, oh yes, I mean Lighthouse. That was the end of the interview. They just discussed among themselves people they know in Lighthouse who are on, who are on the mission field. My uh, cousin is a pastor. Oh, my nephew is a whatever. They didn't talk to him again. And when they finished, they gave him the job. You are shortchanging yourself too much by trying to be fiercely independent. Benefit from look, a child's job is to benefit from his father. When I'm going out to work and I see my children asleep. I look at them and I just get happy. Now look at them. They don't have any problem. When people ask me, how are your children? I have a standard answer. There are no problems in life. <laughs> yes. And sometimes I'm jealous of them. Eh? Meditate, I'm jealous of my children that I wish that somebody to make me sleep. Then he's working for me. <laughs> Number two. Be like Jesus and benefit. Hmm. Second loyal characteristic of Jesus. He followed his father's example at work. Hmm. John 5, 17. After Jesus had healed on the Sabbath. Then they asked him why he was healing on the Sabbath. Jesus had a very short answer for nonsense. Jesus answered and said, John 5, 70, my father worked here too and I work. That's all. Why are you working on Sunday? Because my father is working. Why do you stay so long in church on Sunday? Because my father stays long in church on Sunday. You know, let me tell you something about explanations. Never explain and don't bother to explain anything to anyone because your enemies won't believe it and your friends don't need it. Hmm? Your enemies, your enemies, no matter what you say, they won't believe it, they won't agree with you. And those who are your friends and your supporters, they don't need an explanation. So, look, always, you know, one day I had a church member. Her fornication was worse than prostitutional level. No, do, do you know why it was worse? Because as for prostitutes, they charge, so they get something from it. But hers was free. That's why I'm saying it was worse. <laughs> so one day, I advised her to break up with her boyfriend because of that. 
So I told her, break up with him now. Pick the phone, call now. So when she picked the phone to call, then when she died, I said, no, stop. So she kind of, then I asked her, what are you going to tell him? Then she said, I'll tell him that my pastor said I should tell you. I said, hey, be serious. Is it your pastor saying you should stop or is it the Bible that he says you should stop? Look, when you are doing something, attribute it to the right thing so that you do that. Of course, you can imagine it didn't change. Jesus followed his father's example. And that's why they gave the singing. I said, look, the songs that has written, that is what you are going to sing. If you cannot sing it, you won't sing here. It's simple. I don't quarrel. I don't struggle. The church here is my father who puts me here. My mind is that what my father would have done if he were here, that's what I'll do. So I only I call the singing people. I say, you know, every Saturday, look, there's no song that will be sung in this church if I don't okay it. It cannot happen. It won't happen. You don't know. Ah, the song is sung. I chose them one by one. Even the arrangement and who to sing what to. Oh, yes. So, when you come with your own idea, I just told the people, don't ask me what should we sing again. Go to First Love Church website, uh, Facebook. The songs they sang last week Sunday. That is what we are singing this Sunday here. Why are you trying to reinvent the wheel? You are struggling too much in your life. All your failures, all your failures are because you are not following a good example. Hebrews chapter 6 verse 4. Be not slothful. Don't be lazy, but be a follower of those who through faith and patience inherit their promises. Isn't the promises you want to inherit? Is that not your aim? So why don't you do what has worked? Why don't you invent a new mobile phone? Why are you going to buy a Samsung? Why are you buying an iPhone? Please, go to Accra Technical Training. No, go to Ghana Telecom University. They'll teach you telecom. And then from telecom, you design circuit board. With, then you go to Congo and go and buy cobalt, small one. Then you put it in. Then go to uh, Abosokai to buy antenna and put it inside so that you can create your mobile phone. Why is it that if you come to a mobile phone, you just get the one that exists, that is working. But when it comes to your personal life, you want to complicate it. The Bible says that God has made everything simple. But each man has gone down his own way to destruction. Why don't you follow the example that has worked? You want to be a good husband? Look, the truth is many of us, I mean, when I was growing up, I don't remember going on no vacation with no father to nowhere. Maybe you did. But I mean, my father didn't take me on no vacation. But when I joined this church, I saw my father taking his family on vacation. And I said, ah, ah, I also want to be a good husband. I will also take my family on vacations. Oh, yes. And for the last, I think, 10 years, every year, without fail, I'll take my family on vacation. Hmm? You clap. You learn. You clap. Okay. I won't say it again. I'm going to number three. Number three. Third loyalty trait of Jesus. He only did what he saw his father doing. Only. John 5, 19. Are you happy with my message? Today's a special service. It's a tribute to Jesus. Then Jesus answered and said unto them, John 5, 19. Verily I say unto you, the son can do nothing. You see, these are extreme words. Oh, because you see that, oh, but are there not some things that I can do on my own? So are you saying we should do every single thing? I'm reading the Bible. Jesus said, I can do nothing. The son can do nothing of himself but what he sees the father do. 
these scriptures I'm reading, do they need explanations? Think so. Nothing, I don't know. How many ways can you interpret nothing? <laughs> this verse reveals the reason why we don't have the success Jesus has. Because sons want to do something of themselves. I remember when uh, Bishop started having dancing stars. You see, the reason why we want to do something is pride. The pride of wanting to feel that you've achieved something on your own, that is the problem. When Bishop started without dancing stars, I also created dancing stars and we became very successful. And we won even a dancing competition, all lighthouse churches in Accra, we won. And before, you see, I won like uh, Muhammad Ali. I won with my mouth before we went to win at the competition. Hey! Not that I won. It was more of faith confession, but because I told the people at the Kodesh that my branch will win. My small branch will win over Kodesh. They didn't believe me. I said we will win. I mean, the, you see, and I said it answer. I really believed it. Faith that you say it so you believe it. When we went, oh, they had to change the rules to accommodate us because only two teams were supposed to go to the final. But when we danced first round, second round, they said no. If only two teams go, we have spoiled the competition. So they had to change it to three. Hey, the last act we assaulted and lit a fire in the air. Hey. We're dancing blindfolded. Choreography blindfolded. We just wiped them out. Then pride entered. Hey. Now I wanted to overtake my father. So I went to form a rap group. <laughs> it is one of the ah, failures, not failure, humiliations. You can fail, but not be humiliated. But this was, it was a humiliation and a, a, a public embarrassment. Oh! From that day, I've never attempted to overtake my father again. And so he has a rap group. I'm not trying that thing again. Number, number what? Four. Jesus did not seek his own will, but the will of his father. John 5.30. He said... I can of my own self do nothing. You see, you see that word nothing again. Over the years and in every church I've pastored, I've always sought to only do what I feel Bishop would do if he were the pastor himself. I can of my own self do nothing. As I hear, then I judge. And my judgment is just because I seek not my own will, but the will of the Father which has sent me. So the first question is, have you been sent? Or you broke away from the church? Those watching on Facebook, maybe you are watching me, you broke away from your church. Is it a father who sent you or you went by yourself? Hmm. Amen. And Jesus is saying here that, look, I'm not going to try anything myself. In John chapter 5, he went to know the pool of Bethesda. Bible said that there were a multitude of sick folk there, plenty. And he healed only one man. And these were the answers to the question they were asking. That, Why have you healed only one man? They said, as I see my father, I, I, I saw my father healing only one man. Stop to, Maybe some of the other multitude there were descendants of Joab who were under an everlasting care that there will always be a sick person in his family because of his sins, you know? <laughs> Sometimes, that's why when you are a parent, you should do things for the sake of your children. I counsel parents sometimes that even if you don't want to pay tithe, because of your children, cover them with your tithe. Because the Bible says that Levi paid tithe while he was yet in the loins of Abraham. When Abraham paid his tithe, it affected his great-grandson. So please, do things that will cover the generation that will come after you also. Amen. But don't seek your own will. Relax. 
Life is nicer when you are following somebody. If you are going to Kumasi in your convoy, it's nicer than if you are driving alone. You just have to follow. You don't have to think. Sometimes I tell pastors when I'm having conferences that you think, look, you pray too much. You think too much. That's why your blood pressure has gone up. Do you know the number one cause of death among pastors? Hypertension and stroke from stress. I tell pastors that there are two ways of doing ministry, the easy way and the hard way. The hard way, Achia Mountains. Dead on the job. 40 days drinking coconut water. Ah, I will sit in my study and read 14 special principles of church. What I read from my father, it will work for me. I saw a pastor, he was trying to, I knew he was criticizing me before I met him. When I met him, he was asking me that, you've been teaching us on how to grow our churches, and our churches have been growing. But when we look at your church, it's not growing the way we think it should grow. Then I told him, I've been waiting for this question. Then I told him that, when my father sent me to come and start this church you are seeing, he gave me specific instructions that I'm following. That's why. Then I told him two things. One, I told him I started a church three years ago. Within three months, we're 320. I know how to make a church grow by following. 320 within three months. Then I told him, this church you are seeing now, you are criticizing me. As I am following the instructions given to me, I am receiving the results. Then I told him my income for one month. He said, I've been in ministry for six years. Your income for one month is more than my six years in ministry. I told him, I know. <laughs> and as I was talking to him, it was a Sunday. I received uh, the report for that Sunday's uh, report. So I just showed it to him. That see, I just received today's uh, report. I don't know if he wanted to vomit the food he was eating. <laughs> you see, when you do the will of the Father who sent you, uh, blessings are automatic. Mm. Number where? Number what? Number where? Number who? Five. Mm. A person who does not bear witness of himself. John 5, 31 and 32. Yet if I bear witness of myself or like if I say good things about myself, Instagram stars and Facebook champions always trying to present an image that is not true. Ah. You eat kenke without fish. Your friend that bought kenke with fish and you got to take a picture of your friend's food to put on Facebook for us to think you are rich. Be ah, serious. He said, if I say good things about myself, what I'm saying about myself is not true. Because the Bible says, every man shall proclaim his own goodness. But, need the opposite. But a faithful man will not find A loyal person is difficult. Because everybody wants to but me, I enjoy looking bad because it makes people not to believe in me. And when you don't believe in me, it's very good for me because you are one less person to impress. So I'm happy. And when people are angry with me, I'm very happy. One, one less person, one less person, one less person. Then their resources are becoming more because they fewer are their area. <laughs> I, I have led my life, my whole life, not bothering for a second. If I were to follow what people say about me, hey, I cannot be here. Most people have something negative, they are sure I am. One day I saw a wife at the uh, somewhere. When she saw me, she said, Hey, Toss, I hear you are a bad husband. I didn't even respond. I don't, maybe I said, Hosanna in the highest. I don't know. <laughs> she said, I hear you're a bad husband. I don't know if I said Hosanna in the highest. I can't remember. 
It was a Thursday. By Saturday, I was hearing how her husband almost broke her nose when he banged the door in her face. And he said, I'm a bad husband. I leave you to yourself. <laughs> if I bear witness of myself, my witness is not true. Let me tell you, everybody who likes this type of Facebook advert, Facebook, they are lying. So, social media people are dying over social media posts. Look, in your office, eh, don't talk about look, Let your work speak for you. Don't boast. Oh. Don't say, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this. Let your boss authenticate you. I'm telling you. Everybody can hate you. If your boss likes you, you don't have a problem. Everybody can like you. If your boss hates you, you are in trouble. So stop living for the acclaim of people. And let me tell you something. The Bible says that the heart of the king, your boss, your husband, your wife, your father, is in the hands of the Lord. And God himself, the one who turns it. When you go and stand at the ballot box, you can be wearing even MPP blue white. You may vote NDC. How come they always lose votes in parliament and they are wondering who betrayed them? <laughs> they are always wondering who is the culprit that made us pass the e levy Who is it? Because everybody is bearing witness of himself that they are true. Next, Jesus did not allow the words of men to influence him. John 5, 34, he said, but I receive no testimony from men. Do you know why I don't care what people think about me? Have you not noticed that people are happy with you today, angry with you tomorrow? People who love you today, oh, I love you, baby. Uh, hi, James. Ah, uh, I came to see you here today. There is something. The guy had bought his wine. Oh. He thinks he had even received a phone call that, Charlie, you forgot, you forgot, you can't fire him, come now. And he had bought his wine. They are coming to break up with you, you are holding wine. Ah! You cannot follow what people, what you think people think about you. It's too tiring. That's why you're always stressed. Pastors. You know, the pastor watching me of Stop being concerned about what your congregation even thinks of you. How many people do you bring to church on Sunday? Is God who makes them come or not? How many of you here, if you are honest, wish you were not here, you were in bed? Let's be honest. Even the girl who is serving me in my office has raised up her hand. <laughs> ah! <laughs> ah! Everybody is tired from laboring from Monday to Friday and washing on, and cooking on Saturday, wishing they can get some little relief on Sunday. You cannot bring somebody to church if God says the person won't come. Pastors, relax in your room and pray. Stop pleasing people. In my experience, you'll be shocked. Every time I say this is when I meet pastors, they come for me. You know the thing they clap for me most? That the richest people in church give their list. Everywhere in the world, when I say they clap, they say, ha, ah, it's true. Little, 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 and he never licked the bottom of a rich man. You get a disease, you can cure it. <laughs> you get hepatitis A. Hey, you know what it will do to you? John 5 41. He said, I received no honor from men, but I know you. So the opposite of you. You know, you like men. That is a you. You walk around town with your long road for people to see that you are pious. But you are hypocrites. One day a girl was mocking me. She said, oh, as for you, apostle, you come in your uniform. African shirt and black trousers. That's why these days I start wearing African shirt when I remember that girl. <laughs> she said, apostle, you come in your uniform. African shirt and black trousers. Next, 
Jesus did not seek to impress people. I think we've done that one next. A loyal person, that's Jesus, seeks only the approval of his leader. You know, when Bishop sends me different countries, ah, my mind is on him alone. Not, not even the local pastors he has sent me to. The pastors he has sent me to, what can they do for me? Are they the ones who sent me to them? No, I think of the report I'm coming to give at the end of my work. And whether my superior, whether my father, whether my sender will be happy with me or not. Hmm? When I was training my singer in India to sing, I told her that you always sing to an audience of one. Never sing for the congregation. That thing they say, she's going to minister to us. It will be saying, minister to you? But who are you? <laughs> but who are you? Every time I hear that word, I wonder. She's going to minister to us. Hey, so what if we don't like her song? Then has she not ministered well? That thing worries me when I saw that's why this morning they made a poster of me. They written Hosanna in the highest, and I put me in the middle of the poster. I said, hey, this is what Herod they did to him, and he died. The glory for God, they gave it to Herod. He too, he received it. That night, worms ate him. And when I check myself, I don't, I'm not sure I want to die tonight. <laughs> when, I, when I think of my age and what I have to do for God, I don't want to die. So I said, please, you cannot make Hosanna in the highest. The one they were saying to Jesus, and then put my picture. Even if you put Jesus' picture there, it will look like a white garment. But you cannot put my picture there. Just remove it. Hmm? <laughs> I'm not seeking your approval or for you to like me. It's not dangerous. Even you, when they ask you to choose um, one, one husband, you can't choose. How can I depend on your love for me? Today you are angry with your husband. Tomorrow you are happy with your husband. Tomorrow you are me, your pastor. I cannot concern myself with you. It's God number one and God number two and God number three. When I ask my biological father that when I had to choose between he and God, who did I choose? Then you, what hope do you have? <laughs> Next, number choose your number. Jesus constantly heard the voice of his master. Yes. John 5, 37 and 38. Jesus said, you have not heard my father's voice at any time, nor seen his shape. Therefore, you do not have his word abiding in you. That's why you want to kill me. <laughs> Jesus constantly was listening to messages. That's how come he knew that it was time to go to Jerusalem to die. Because the father had spoken to him. He was, he was powerful. As he was praying, the Bible said that, and the Lord sent angels to minister to him. When was the last time he heard the voice of God? You know, a few days ago I was in Liberia. And something happened. And God spoke to me and said, when you come back to Ghana, Go and look for this pastor. You don't know him, but go and look for this pastor. And when you find him, minister to him about these two words. This word and this word. And give to him these two books. This book and that book. I didn't know how to find him. I've not even spoken to him before. I, I mean, I don't know if he's not here now. I won't recognize him. So I called around. I made some phone calls around. That who knows him? So I felt some people who may know him. So one of the people knew him. Then she asked her, why do you want to go and see that? I said, look, the truth is, God spoke to me that I should go and look for him and minister to him about these two things. Then she was quiet. Then she said, the Holy Spirit does not lie. These two words you are saying are very serious in relation to him. Yes. Why did you hear his voice? <laughs> How, look, when you relate to somebody, you will hear his voice. And we are here, 
the spiritual father God has given us is Bishop Dag Heward Mills. Amen. It is, if you are going to do well spiritually, it is your duty because nothing comes by chance. It is your duty to hear his voice. And that's why we've even been hearing his voice free on podcasts. Amen. So, all of us, you know, whatever you want to do on the, even Instagram, such a complex thing, you know how to get an Instagram account. Such a complex thing like uploading pictures to Facebook. Me, I've done some of that thing before. If you think you see me on Facebook, so if you put a gun to my head, that I should upload a picture on Facebook, I'll start singing, nearer my God to thee. Because I've even done some before. But you, you know how to upload even a video, how to schedule the time. Yes, when we say, ah, subscribe to that, you are not podcast. Yeah, where can I find podcasts? <laughs> you can find that Agogloshi. That's where you can find your podcast. Go on the internet. You go to, uh, if you are using a Samsung or an Android, you go to Play Store. And you download Port Addict. When you download Port Addict, then you search for that keyword mails. Four options will come. Then you click subscribe. Then when you click subscribe, it will download all the messages. 538. Then when all of them come on your phone, then you click, then you play. It's easier than subscribing to Instagram. Yes. And if you use an iPhone, an Apple, an iPhone, the app is already in there. So you just go and search for that keyword mails and download it. Then on Sunday mornings, Tuesday mornings, you listen to or you watch Flow Prayer. Recently, I met, I was in a pastor's meeting. Finished preaching. Then it was question and answer time. Then one pastor said, oh, um, can you advise me or can you what, what can you say to help me to overcome fear? The spirit of fear. I think I have the spirit of fear. And I want to be in their ministry. Then I just asked them, do you join flow prayer meeting? Then he said, no. I said, I, I know. That's why I was asking. I, I can tell you don't join. Because the number of times Bishop has led us to pray against the spirit of fear in flow prayer meeting. Your, I, look, I want to repeat it 100 times. I'll say it once. Take it like I've said it 100 times. All your problems come because you are cut off from your father. If you can be reunited to him, the blessings will flow. Amen. Next, Jesus loved the Lord. A loyal person loves his leader and loves the Lord. Paul said, 1 Corinthians 11, 1, Follow me as I follow Christ. You see, as usual, as usual, the devil has come to twist the scripture to or the teaching on loyalty. Like, now you don't have a mind. You don't follow God again. You worship your leader. Look, do you know, if you don't believe me, Google, in Argentina, there is um, the church of Maradona, Diego Maradona, the football player. You see, people say you are worshipping your... We are not worshipping the leader for the fact everybody is worshipping someone. Let's stop the hypocrisy. Everybody has some football player. I saw a guy, he has named his son after Messi. A Ghanaian. A Ghanaian. Ah! I saw another person. When Argentina won the World Cup, I think he was drunk. They went to, to tattoo Messi on his forehead. Then when the alcohol went, he doesn't know how to remove the Messi from his forehead. <laughs> Look, all of us like a human being. Yes, apart from God, everybody has a liking. Some of you, the way, I mean, look at the pastor who was moderating the service. A man of God. Introducing people. When he came to his wife, he said, I want to introduce somebody special. From the pulpit of God, oh. <laughs> somebody special. My wife. Are you, are you inviting her because she's your wife? Or are you inviting her because she's trying to read the scripture? 
emphasize the wife. Put your hands together for my wife. Yes. Look, I know a pastor. He was being consecrated as a bishop. You won't believe it. I was giving his, his acceptance speech. He thanked his wife for having nice legs. On the stage. On the stage. He thanked his wife for having nice legs. That makes him come home every day. I'm making let us not be hypocrites. Everybody has a human being you love apart from God. Yes, you should see politicians fighting over John Mahama, Nana, Adodakwe, Kufaro fighting. Mahama, that we make songs, so we make songs for them. If it were a pastor, then he had done something wrong. We are hypocrites. Yes, we are hypocrites. We even turn gospel songs into political chants. Yes. When it comes to politics, it is okay. When it comes to God, then it is wrong. We are hypocrites. The hypocrisy is too much. Hmm. I think I should just end here so that we can, we can have some nice songs to water down there. Like how you eat jollof and then you drink coke too. Sort of. Lady Pastor Jessly teaches me that when you eat and you are full and you want to continue eating, drink Coke. Hey. I can't understand the formula. Maybe it's like Thai, that the more you give, the more you become richer. Let's stand to our feet. Let's stand to our feet. We have a few more songs after, but I just want, want us to pray and rededicate ourselves to God as we close. Asking God to take full control of our minds and asking God to teach us and to give us a revelation of the teaching of loyalty and the benefits, the benefits and the rewards. Look at Jesus. By being loyal to his father, the Bible says he humbled himself and became obedient even to the death of the cross. That is not the end. Bible ends by saying, wherefore God has also highly exalted God has only a good plan for you. Only good plans for you. Let us pray in the next 20 seconds. Committing our lives to God and asking God that God, let me be like Jesus. Let me be like Jesus. I want to be like Jesus. That's all. That's all. Don't pray about anything. Just pray and say, Lord, help me to be like Jesus. Decide like Jesus. Think like Jesus. Walk like Jesus. Behave like Jesus. Bible says, let this mind be in you, which was in Christ Jesus. Let this mind be in you, which was in Christ Jesus. Oh, may we become more Christ-like. Wanna be more like you. Like Jesus. Wanna be more like you. Oh, Jesus, I want to be more like you. Jesus, I want to be a vessel you went to. I want to be more like you. Oh, Jesus. every eye closed. It's all about Jesus. All about Jesus. Maybe you are here, somebody invited you to church. To this Hosanna in the highest, a tribute to Jesus. And as you are here, you want to rededicate your life to Jesus. I want you to come forward and I'll pray for you. As we close. I 
also want to rededicate my life to Jesus this Sunday morning. If you want to join me in rededicating your life, I want you to lift up your right hand and we'll pray one prayer together and then we'll close and go home. Is there anybody here like that? You want to rededicate your life to Jesus? Or those on Facebook, you can just stretch forth your hand toward the screen. If there's anybody here, you've lifted up your hand, please come to me in front and we'll pray together, please. You, you can come with her. Or maybe if she cannot work, it's fine. Let's pray this prayer together. Say, Lord Jesus, this morning, I come to you just as I am. Please forgive me for all my sins and wash me with the blood of Jesus. This morning, I rededicate my life to Jesus and I receive Jesus as my Lord and my personal Savior. Say, come into my heart, Lord Jesus, and take full control. In Jesus' name I pray with thanksgiving. Amen and amen.